If I would write his theme song I'm almost halfway finished How do you like it so far? How do you like the theme to Gary show? This is the theme to Gary show The opening theme to Gary show This is the music that you hear As you watch the credits We're almost to the part Of where I start to whistle Then we'll watch it's Gary Shandling show Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Dan Aykroyd Podcast. I am your host, Scott White, and I am up in Canada with uh, the Canadian movie crew guys, and I'm actually in the room with one of them, but I'm not going to tell you which one. You guys are going to have to figure it out by listening to this podcast, (laughs) by the audio quality. (laughs) (laughs) Which one of us Uh, sounds different? Derek and Mark, they are back. Say hello to everybody. I'm happy to be here. One of well, these things is not like the other. <laughs> and thanks for thanks for having me over to the the lush. Oh wait, sorry, I'm not going to give it away. I mean, I was yeah, going to say, man, he blew. Ah, I blew it. Thirty uh, seconds in, I blew the bit. No, no. I was just about to say, welcome to Ottawa, Scott. No, you... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I am in Ottawa, and we are doing the final episode of It's the Gary Shandling Show, which ran on Showtime from, I believe, from 86 to 90. Wow. Yes. So it ran for four years, and this was the final episode. Now, do either of you remember this show? <laughs> Have you no. seen this show? No. I- I thought it was a talk show, like a late night, you know, David Letterman, Jimmy Fallon style show that the, the Gary Shandling show. I didn't know it was a sitcom. It was a it was a sitcom parody for four years for four years. Holy yes. How do you milk that for four years? To me, this was uh, Shandling Night Live. This was a Saturday Night Live paper uh, parody because he acknowledged the audience there was no fourth wall to break. Yeah, yeah. And it's almost like uh, it was like a stand-up routine. If a joke didn't go over, he just acknowledged it and goes, I didn't give you enough time to react to that. It went on for four years, and this was the last episode called Driving Miss Gary, which brings in Dan Aykroyd, because they're parroting, not only they're parroting a sitcom, they are also, <coughs> excuse me, parroting Driving Miss Daisy. And so have either of you seen Driving Miss Daisy? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I am totally out of the loop in all of this. <laughs> but you know, do you know the I know of it. Driving? Yes. Yeah. Okay, Derek, you're from the same town as Dan Aykroyd. Do, do you know who that is? Like, do we have a baseline for you? <laughs> was Dan Aykroyd in Driving Miss Daisy? No. Yes. Wait, was he? He, he was nominated for an Academy oh, Award <laughs> for Best Supporting Actor. <laughs> I forgot. It's been so long. <laughs> I just remember Daisy. That's an- he's the char- He's playing the character he played in the movie. What was the character? I did. You have to. We'll have to go through this because I character in the movie is Miss Daisy's son, and she can't drive, so he hires a chauffeur, Morgan Freeman, and. And, and hilarity ensues. Yes. So, I mean, <laughs> hilarity and racism ensues. Yeah, yeah. So that's the, that's the concept. The beginning of the episode is uh, Gary gets into a golf cart and he reverses it into his kitchen. And then his wife comes out. And then while the credits are going, 
we see her like take like he's you know acting like he he does he's scared because he just backed it up. Now what we didn't get is this sitcom had a standard opening. This is the theme to Gary show, and it's a it's like so did he break the fourth wall? All every show, every, every show? show, every show he broke the fourth wall. Wow! So we missed the iconic theme song for this show and I'm going to put it in I'll start the podcast with it so we get to hear it but yeah so all of his family comes and and Gary he's like on the couch and and they're like Gary you can't be driving and he's he's like I I'm a I'm a I'm a man of 40 I can I can still drive <laughs> I have two shapely legs and, yes yeah well, he's not even driving a real car he's driving a golf cart and he backs up into what's obviously a set table, like a table for the set. And he breaks his arm? He doesn't break anything. He's just shook up. Yeah. And well, he gets bandaged. Yes, he gets bandaged. I really like this episode. However, he's complaining about his shoulder. And his wife goes, did you hurt your shoulder? He's like, no, but the impact of the accident forced my underwear up on my shoulders. Yeah. It was like, it was just an incredibly Bad joke. That an atomic wedgie joke. Yes. Yeah. And that's and not just, the only one. <laughs> it just, but to me, it just stood out. It was like, that's just like a, that's just like a poorly written joke. Not just bad, but poorly written from you know, these comic, comic geniuses in this. So that's, a, that really stood, that joke really stood out to me. And yeah, and why not smash your own setup? It's the last day, right? Like you're not doing this anymore. So why not have at it? It's really weird. Like this one and then um, um, Larry Sanders, they both knew, like, this is the final show. Yeah, they, the time's he, up. Yeah. He both had, you know, in both of his, uh, his uh, well, Larry Sanders, I guess it could be a sitcom, but both of uh, his shows, he knew what the last episode was. So he just, you know, he just had fun with it. So everybody's gathered around him on the couch. He's flustered. And then Dan Aykroyd comes in as Bully. And he is playing Gary Shandling's brother, but he's playing it with the Southern drawl that he played in the movie. So that the character he plays in here is exactly the way he played the character in the movie. Did they and mention that he, he was his brother like, in the show? Yes. So he was a reoccurring. No, no, he yes. was just here for the last episode. So it's the only I must have missed period. that. So he mentions during the, the during no, the four years that he has. No, no, he never mentions it during the four years. Oh, so just this but brother out, out of nowhere. nowhere it's like yeah. <laughs> just like they do. It. Oh, it's my brother Bully. His name is Bully. <laughs> it's just like a southern preacher, basically, right? Like you're, yeah, southern businessman, a businessman, like like encroaching on Foghorn Leghorn. He's, I'll say, I'll say, uh, you, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, Gary, you cannot drive on the mall, Mister. You know, I've had a man for you. You know, <laughs> I will like. I did enjoy like Gary Shandling's portrayal of a frail old woman. I, I basically, it. yeah, that's yeah, it, he it. was trying to do Jessica Tandy from the movie, and I did enjoy it because Gary Shandling's not known for his acting. He's like Seinfeld. He like Seinfeld is Seinfeld every time. Shandling is like Shandling. So just to see him overacting as a frail eighty-year-old woman, I thought I thought that was funny. Right. So like regular regular show, he's just doing like a, basically an exaggerated version of himself. That's yes. Kind of, yes. That's kind of what I got from Seinfeld. Like if you talk to him, he would be a lot like the show, but not completely. Like of course, exactly. there's over the top moments. But right. 
that show I'm a lot more well-versed in. So <laughs> thank you for giving me that baseline. <laughs> and, and by the way, thanks to Derek for this. These episodes are almost impossible to find. Yeah. So Derek found this episode for us. So thank you, sir, for that. Yeah. Or maybe not, because it seems like yeah. it seems like Derek has, <laughs> is really a, we made Derek watch Star Trek for the Which is More Gooder. <laughs> and he's like, and he wasn't happy about that. Now we're making him watch. Right. Uh, not that I wasn't yeah. happy, but I just I didn't get it. I, He's like, I'm watching. I've never seen Driving Miss Daisy or It's the Gary Shandling Show. I don't know what the fuck is to going be fair, on. Uh, and, and to be I fair, I don't think anybody's seen It's a Gary Shandling Show. So, <laughs> if I may, we made him watch two episodes based oh, on Star Trek. Was, <laughs> one Futurama, one yeah. Family Guy. Go check that out, though. It was a lot yes. of fun. Which is more good or podcast? Look yeah, yeah. I, I, had a good time. I had a good time with that one, but you know. <laughs> so Gary, uh, not Gary, so Dan... His brother, he hires a driver, a uh, Paul uh, character actor, Paul Winfield. Evening, gal. Hey, it's been here for the show. Brother Bully, good to see you. Pleasure's all mine. Hey, little brother, I was driving by, couldn't help noticing you rode over the bushes. I hit the president and his family? Oh, great. Now I'll never get any insurance. I knew that would happen. Yeah, doodle, Gary. <laughs> oh, boy, honey, right on the arm. What the hell's a doodle, anyway? What's he trying to tell me? Gary, I've been thinking along the lines of getting you a driver. Oh, bully, that's a great idea. That is not a good idea. Sure I do not need a driver. They're pretentious. Gary. Now, Gary, I know you are a remarkably spry and independent man of 40. Well, I have my own teeth. I will say that. But I do not need a driver. That still doesn't mean that you can drive your own car. Now, I've got a fella sitting out in the car. Just want you to meet him for your own good. Just do me this favor. Bully, I don't want to meet anybody. This is for your own good, Gary. You should not be driving that car. You're wasting your time. Hulk! 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 Oh, yeah, I want the incredible Hulk driving me. How do you know when he's going to turn back into Bill Bixby? And then, boom! I'd like you to meet Gary Shandling and his lovely wife, Phoebe. Hi, Hoke. Nice well, to meet you. Nice to meet you. Hoke, you are wasting your time. It's nice to meet you, but I do not need a driver. I have two very strong, shapely legs, I might add. It can carry me anywhere I need to go. And I'll demonstrate right now. Excuse me. What a bitch. I have a yep. question about that. What, what is he known for? Because I looked up his IMDb and I couldn't really see You any know what he was in? Star Trek 2! <laughs> oh. right. He was in Star Trek! Wasn't he an admiral or something? Yes. Like, he was part of the admiral team? Yeah. He was but was he known of, he was for that? Khan, when Khan put that thing oh, in his head. Oh, yes, yes, yes. He check off. Oh, we're no, saying, he wasn't an admiral, yes. Okay. So Derek has no idea what we're Not talking about. Now, no. I, now I know where I know him from, though, because, yes, that's an iconic scene, Wrath the Khan. Paul Winfield is like, he's that guy, I know that guy, I don't know. He was in. He was a judge in Presumed Innocent. He just had a career. He's probably done tons of TV. Tons right? and tons of TV. Yeah. Tons yeah. and tons of movie. Very respected. A very uh, good character actor. And, and that's that is definitely on display here because he is playing a character. Gary is trying to, but yes. Paul is playing a southern gentleman yes. who's hired to drive, basically become the houseman. 
Yes. His, right? His his major domo. He does he's doing everything. He's doing the groceries and the laundry and whatever else. Well, his name is Hoke. Hoke. But when Dan Aykroyd's Southern Drawl, it sounds like Hulk. And Gary goes, Oh, great. I don't want to have the Hulk as a driver. When is he going to be Bill Pick? You know, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I thought. Now, the Incredible Hulk is a Marvel character, Derek, that you might. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> so, Paul, then, of course, then the first thing Gary does, he has to go to the store, and Paul wants to drive. Well, yeah, oh, so the sorry. first Hulk thing. Paul wants to drive him. Yes. The first thing is Gary storms off, and and, and Paul Winfield goes, What a, what a bitch. <laughs> And he's called, and I like this line. He calls him Miss Gary. Miss Gary. He goes, Miss Gary. He goes, I am not a miss. I am. I'm married. I'm married. I'm married. So I'm, I'm a Mrs. Gary. Or I technically, I might be a man. So it might be a mystery. Yeah, there's a good chance I'm a man. So, you know. <laughs> so call me Mr. He goes, Mr. What is it? Mr. Sounds like, uh, oh, shoot. He says something. A carnival thing or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, something so what, along what, those lines. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. if I called you Miss Hoke? He goes, then I'd, you know, uh, take the legs out from under you or something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty. Uh... So yeah, they they develop, I guess, a dynamic. The dynamic, because right? then we see him. They cut to him cleaning his place, and he's got this trunk, and he pulls out this fake rubber butt, yeah. and he starts dusting the butt. And... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And At first, I thought it was a bra. I was like, "Oh, uh, yeah," but no, no, they're not going that risque. Yeah. And then, so was this a bit from the show? Then this fake butt? No, no, it was just him. It was it was just heavy. Gary, no, Mark, the butt this up. was designed for this episode only. It was. That's <laughs> I, I've never seen another episode of this. I haven't seen. I've only seen the last episode. I don't know what else he did. See, my my parents would pay for cable. My dad refused to pay extra for cable, you know, not to mention, I don't think we had Showtime in Canada up in the in, in the late 80s, early 90s. I'm not sure. We had, when we grew up, you had, you could either get HBO or Showtime mm. or Cinemax and the movie channel. Those were two separate. Okay. I mean, you could get them all four together, but yeah, so yeah. we went with HBO Showtime and this was like the first show that I remember not being a network show. Right and like like yeah. like a, a TV show, a, a weekly recurring TV show that was not on ABC, CBS, or NBC. Right. Yes. Yeah. Those are the American channels we did get. Yeah. <laughs> so if it wasn't on there, I didn't see it. Fortunately, Gary goes to the store and he's walk and he's like walking through the sets. Yeah. I think it was like a really clever idea where he's just walking through the sets and was that normal? The audience on one side and the sets on the other. Was that a normal thing to to have the the sets be obvious? Oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Because again, I've never seen any episodes of the show, so I don't yeah, know what's yeah, normal, yeah. what's not. This whole thing was very bizarre to me because he's it's Gary Shandling, and then Dan Aykroyd comes in with a southern accent, pretends to be his brother, and then he just gives him a black man, mm-hmm. which is weird. And then we find out that Dan Aykroyd later on, we find out he's paying him. $80 a week to do this and he's been doing it for five years yeah there's a time gap yeah there's a there's, there's a, a time lot, gap there's like there's time, time lapse on this yeah, yeah. i mean and that's the same as the movie of driving miss daisy they do it's like that movie takes over uh, like 30 years something like that yes. yeah so gary's walking to the store and paul winfield is following him in the golf cart and then he gets in and then gary starts why are you going so fast? Only, only go two miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. I've never had this thing above three. 
Yeah, he yeah yeah, and then he has like some sort of uh, uh, like a pseudo fantasy. He has an accident. Yeah, they not an accident, but he hits the brakes and Gary hits his head. Yeah, which is just like terrible, terrible acting. Go, going three, yeah, yeah, yeah and, and he hit the brakes on a golf cart. Yeah, that's gonna send him flying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they have this Indy five hundred flashback where they're driving and. <laughs> And they're doing it, it's just voiceover, they're doing it like uh, like it was riff tracks or something like that, where they're just, just kind of commenting. Yes, because there's this old footage of the Indy 500 of cars flipping out. And, which, which is a device I've seen in other shows who've done it. They just take, like, old footage from race cars or whatever and then pretend to be the driver's voices or, you know, uh, old flying footage and, you know, you're doing the voice of the pilots or something like that. So I've, I've seen that kind of thing before, not not often, but once or twice. Uh, so it was kind of funny to see it again. And then he's like, oh, no, I'm crashing or whatever. He's trying to get him to go right in the. Right. So, yes, she, Gary says, I don't make uh, I don't make left turns. And I don't believe in him. I don't believe yeah, in left just turns. believe and in so, left turns. And they're doing the Indy 500. It's like, ma'am, if I make a left turn, I'm going to go into the wall. It's like, yeah, he wants him to turn right. Oh, turn right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's running, they're running like basically a NASCAR race, right? Yes. So, yeah, yeah. So it's all left turns. <laughs> yeah. So then they allegedly crash, but he's out. And then Paul Winfield goes in and does all the groceries for him. Then we cut to a scene in the cemetery, which is, that was in the movie as well. In the movie, she's visiting her husband in the yeah. cemetery. Here, uh, Carrie is visiting his dog, but... Uh, Paul Winfield doesn't know that at first. He thinks it's his wife or whatever. And he goes, we're here for a goddamn dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm the one who hit him. Yes. <laughs> and oh, another funny line is Paul Winfield goes to Gary. It's like, I wouldn't do David Letterman. He's kind of, he's kind, you know, he's kind of snarky. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, Shanley does get his own talk show eventually, right? Doesn't he? Didn't no, he, it he was. One? He didn't have one. He he did the Larry Sanders show, which was oh, a parody. which is a parody, yeah. But yeah. he never had his own talk show. So what happened was Gary Shandling did a special called the G Gary Shandling Show 25th Anniversary, which was a parody of a talk show like uh, like he had a talk show for 25 years. They were showing old clips. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Producers saw that and they're like, "We like that." So let's turn it into a show. So, oh, okay. So his his comedy special was him pretending to have a talk show for 25 years, and then that turned into the Larry Sanders show, which is him pretending to have a talk show for another what, yes uh, for five, how many long, five or six yeah. years or whatever. Yes, again? five or six years on there where yeah. he's playing the character. See, I, this is where I think I got confused. I thought this. I thought we were going to be watching a, a talk show hosted by Gary mm -hmm. Shandling. And Dan Aykroyd was the guest. <laughs> uh, that's what I thought we were in for. I had no idea about this sitcom, the fourth wall breaking, none of it. I had no idea. Uh, I'm sorry that I should have said this off the top of the show, but we're here because I'm 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 like, what the hell's going on? And now they want to do a parody of an award-winning movie. Okay, right. <laughs> and then we cut to Christmas time. So there's a yeah, jump, another jump. Yep. And he's reading. Uh, he's reading to Hoke. And oh, that's where the cemeteries where we find out Hope doesn't know how to read. Right, which happens. That's that's right out of the movie. I think he's probably quoting Morgan Freeman's yes. lines. Right, I know my letters, but I can't put them together. Right, that's yeah. that's exactly from the movie. And he eventually learns how to read, and wow. then we cut to a Christmas time. And I really missed out on this because I had no idea what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I'm like, this is so weird. I'm like. 
it's it's like a comedy show. He's talking about ki- uh, uh, putting some flowers on his dead dog, and he's like, "Oh, it's a hound," and everything else. And then it takes a serious turn into "I can't read," and I'm like, <laughs> "What?" It turns into like Sesame Street. Well, it starts with a C, ends with a Y, and, and it finds the wrong too. one. Okay, what does that sound like? K. Well, it's a C. <laughs> And E, 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 what letter is that? E. Well, actually, it's a Y. Yeah. So it's a, you, yeah. they're pointing out on how fucked up the, was, the alphabet is. I was yeah. thinking about that <laughs> on, on the drive here. I was actually kind of mulling that over, thinking like, yeah, if you introduce the English language to someone after reason has developed, it's got to be fucked up. Yeah. Because we got so many weird and rules. It's a- but it's also right after he says that it's the easiest language to learn, too. He makes some kind of statement like that, too. It's like, oh, I can teach you English. It's really easy. And then he shows him how hard it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I honestly believe that that's why we have to learn it as kids, because that we get told that's just the way it is. And that's the only way we can learn it. And then it somehow makes sense to us the rest of our lives. But as an adult, I wouldn't want to learn English. I like... It's actually very true. You know that I after E except after C rule? Yeah. There's more words in the English language that break the rule than follow the rule. Yes. So it makes no sense that it's a rule. It's actually yeah, not. Yeah. Any and then we're up in Canada where center, you guys turn the E and the R around. <laughs> yeah, but we don't do it for everything. Like we don't spell better with an R. And what's the deal with you and wh- whoever is in charge of you up here in Canada? Let's put you in every word. Humor. Let's put a U in there. Yeah, color. Let's, color. Let's put another U in there. It's. It's Scott, Scott, that's how you spell the word correctly. What? <laughs> You're the ones who fucked it up. No, you got lazy and decided. Too many words. It's, it's, too many letters. Too many letters. Take that letter out of there. I don't know. It's, it's color, not color. Like it's, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This coming from the, from the country that created the word y'all. Okay. Hey, we're condensing. You guys are expanding. We're condensing. You all, y'all. Bam. Oh, we lost not a word. <laughs> if you haven't figured it out by now, we just like to hear ourselves talk. So we expand <laughs> our words to make them longer. And that way we can get more syllables in and <laughs> hear ourselves we talk to, We have to make our words longer because it's colder here and we need to generate the heat. That's right. Yes. It's a, yeah, it's a functionality thing, really. Yeah. Oh, man. We spell functionality with four U's, by yes. the way. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, the silent U on the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't have that? No. <laughs> um, so it's Christmas time, and Dan Dan Aykroyd shows back up, and he brings Gary a gift. He, he says, "I just stopped by to say hi, not Merry Christmas. <laughs> or I just I just stopped by to say hi, hand a box, and go get my check. You know, <laughs> like and uh, and Gary's like he didn't get a he didn't get a gift for for his brother uh, Bully or whatever. So he runs over. It's like." We gotta run over to the neighbors and see yeah, if they got yeah. an extra gift. So they leave. This really uh, didn't happen much in the show. Like uh, Gary Shandling was pretty much in every scene of the show. I would think so. So here they leave, and it's just uh, uh, Dan, uh, Dan Aykroyd, and Paul Winfield. See y'all later. Well, Hoke, how have you been? Oh, fine, fine. You know, old Gary let fly a real cork every month or two. <laughs> Must make it mighty nice for you. Yeah, but you know, Miss Billy Crystal needs a driver, too. In fact, his people been after me. I mean, they said I could name my own price. Oh, they did, did they? Uh-huh. Hmm. 
Well, I suppose $80 a week doesn't go as far as it used to. Mm. <laughs> what would you say to 90? What would you say to 200,000 a year? Land of ocean. That is some race. Now, I'm worth every penny. I'm his analyst, his driver, his financial advisor, his, his acting coach. Now, I notice the improvement. Oh, Lord, it's like delivering a, a baby cow. Well, okay, Hulk. You got yourself a deal. <laughs> keep it quiet, though. I only pay Pete 50000 a year to be Gary's friend. But, I mean, yeah, but if you're going to trust a scene. Oh, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, yeah you can yeah. trust it. Hey, just hang on. Before we go any further, I don't blame Gary Shandling for not buying Dan Aykroyd a birthday present, considering he'd only seen him once in the entire run of the show and then not again for five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, apparently. Oh. And they well, and the thing is with, with Hoke, it's he thinks that he's there to spring him now. Like you're going to get me out yes. of this, this dumbass game. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> and 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 during this time, Hulk has learned to read and all that, and, and that'll come into play. But Hulk's like Malcolm X and do the right thing and yes, and then he picks up Greek. Yes. <laughs> oh, and he, and he reads Trump's "The Art of the Deal." The Art of the I Deal. Know. I thought I've got that written in my notes. It's like of all the you know, like yes, I read Trump's "Art of the Deal." Apparently, he's getting paid eighty dollars a week, but then he convinces Dan to pay him two hundred thousand dollars a week, a year, a year, a year. A year. A year. Still, that's a yes. lot of money. He's yeah. paying him to be. Because he's like, look, look, Mr. Booley, I drive for him, I clean for him, I do his taxes, I'm his lawyer. Yeah, 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 yeah. His financial advisor, I'm his, yeah. I'm his manager, yes. And they keep pointing out, too, that his wife has nothing to do on the show. Which yes, is, which is, I think, is brilliant, because in a lot of sitcoms, the wife, doesn't have anything to do. She's just there to say, oh, my husband. Yeah, yeah. Point out what an idiot he what is. What an idiot he is. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was subtle, brilliant writing right there. It's like, Mr. Gary, your wife doesn't have anything to do in these shows. And yeah. So kind of like Mrs. Brady, right? She was the last one to have a storyline. Yeah. Or like in Home Improvement. It's like, oh, yes. Like, his wife, you know, Jill was just there to, oh, you know, Tim glued his head to the table again. What oh, an idiot. Tim, yeah, you idiot, yeah. Or how he's parenting wrong or whatever, yeah. yeah. So I thought that was very subtle, clever writing. Saying that, one, that, that, women, yeah. that women don't have enough to do in these sitcoms. Yeah, which luckily changes. Well, I don't know about luck, but yeah, changes later on. You do get more balanced shows right. like King of Queens. I know I'm, it's weird saying mm -hmm. King, of, putting King of Queens up here, but... Mm -hmm. <laughs> But yeah, but they they give try and give equal time, right? So. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we cut again to the future. Well, speaking of the wife, she's now passed. She has now passed, and Gary comes out with a walker, and he's you know all feeble. <laughs> and what's with the hair? I, I think it was just to be silly. It, he yeah. had this wig on. I um, guess he got called Miss Gary so many times that yes. he's just kind of leaning into it. I yes. suppose. <laughs> And the, the show basically ends where uh, Paul, Hulk, Paul Winfield, is force-feeding Gary pie. Yeah. And it's just running down. He doesn't want... He, I'm done. No, you're not done, Miss Gary. <laughs> yeah. 
Did we did we watch a murder on this show? Yes. <laughs> like that was attempted like, murder, was it not? It reminded me of that scene in one of the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies where he force feeds this girl, you know, oh, yeah. yeah, and she just gets fatter and fatter and fatter. It looked it looked like a torture scene where it's just like Yeah, I expected Paul Winfield to be like, Do you want to play a game? Yeah. You know, oh, you like pie, do you? Yeah. I have all the pie. <laughs> It's like that Simpsons thing where the Homer goes to hell. It's like you're like donuts. We'll have all yes. the donuts oh. in the world. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. So can't yeah. keep up. <laughs> and then after that, we get where you know Gary just said, "That's it. This is the series. This was the last That's show it. we're ever going to yeah. make." And he's like, "I'd like to drive around the sets." And he drives around the sets. He waves to the audience. He waves to the other actors in the show. And he drives off. And then we see him back up because he forgot a suitcase. And then he drives off again. And we see him back up because they gave him the wrong suitcase. And <laughs> that was it. Like, yeah, that was I I really I I vaguely remembered some of it and coming and watching it. It brought back, I just remember watching this show. And I remember liking it. I remember Gary Shandling before he got the suit. He had a particular look. It was a a flannel shirt tucked into jeans, no belt with the sleeves rolled up. And that was his look for the longest time before he put a suit on for Gary, uh, for Larry Sanders. Yeah, show. yeah. Kind of like Seinfeld had, was it like the sport coat over the t-shirt? Yes. Kind of deal, right? <laughs> it's like, I, I, I sort of threw you guys into this. It was, this was like. <laughs> I got to tell you, I was watching this last night at work. So I work overnights and I have lots of time to myself and I have my little tablet and I'm just watching it. And I turn it on and I'm watching it. And gets to the end, and I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> that was my first and only reaction. Because I've seen Gary Shandling a lot. I, one of my favorite things is he was on a show called The Green Room with Paul Pervenza. Which oh, was, yeah, I uh, remember it was, that. It was filmed in uh, Montreal at the, at the Just for Last Festival. And it was a, basically a panel uh, with different comics, and one of them was Bo Burnham. And one was Ray Romano, and one was, I think, Mark Marin. And Bo Burnham looks up and he says, uh, I, I'm from the younger generation, so I just have one question for you guys. Who are you? And Gary <laughs> Shandling comes back with, that's so great. That's so great because it's so mutual. And, of course, that got a laugh, too. Cause, and it was just such a great comeback, and that's how, that's how I know Gary Shandling with like the the very dry but quick and very sharp humor. The the, the very this very sad was oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry, and and this wasn't that. <laughs> this was cheesy, over the top sitcom stuff. I don't know if that's what the rest of the sh- the show was like, or maybe that's it's just what the last show one. was. And that and I loved it. Like I said, they, they were going over the top, making fun of sitcoms, making fun of. of of the, the wacky neighbor and oh so he would have had a wacky neighbor oh yeah we, we didn't see him much in this episode but all those people in there you know he had neighbors the woman who was his wife didn't start off as his wife they got married while the show was going on oh so recast the wife uh no it was they were just friends when the show started and then, oh, and then they got oh, married. Oh, so there was an actual plot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. There was one show I remember. It was like Gary got caught in a well. <laughs> so, yes, it was just cheesy, over-the-top stuff. Now, I love cheesy, over-the-top stuff. And like I said, I loved I loved Gary's quote-unquote acting in this, just acting like a indignant, <laughs> older 
woman. It just warmed my heart seeing this. And I like Gary Channing. I like his stand-up. I, I pretty much like everything Gary Channing uh, did. And the saddest thing about Gary Shandling is, is when he was on Comedians and Car... Comedian Cars Getting Coffee. Getting Coffee, him and Seinfeld were talking, and he was like... The only... He said, the only time 62 is young is when somebody dies. Yeah. Because they were talking about that. It's like, nobody oh, yeah. says he was... You know, you know, a young 62 retired. It's like the only time you're young is, yeah, he, I think he said along the lines of the only time somebody considers 62 young is when you die at that age. And he basically died like a year after that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I just remember him from the, well, for me, the most prominent would be the Marvel movies. Senator Stern yes. came in and, and fuck shit up for, for Iron Man. Yeah. So, but Again, that's small. Oh, there's I forgot that. So that's a connection. He mentions the Hulk in this movie. Yeah, and, and then, then he's, he's he's a senator in the he's Iron a Man. senator in the Iron Man movies. And no one can see this, but you're wearing an Iron Man t-shirt right yeah. now. So there you go. <laughs> but but I remember in a stand-up, I like to stand up. I mean, I, yeah, I was just a big fan of Gary Shandling, and I like this show. And like I said, it was one of the first shows outside of the box of the natural sitcom. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I was I, I didn't quite get that until a little bit in where I was like, oh, it seemed a lot like home improvement. Just the the sets are very prominently like yeah. yes, like we're looking at half a house here. Yeah. And nothing happens on our half of the house. <laughs> it all happens on that half of the house. Yes. <laughs> or or in, like or against the wall that we're looking at, right? So or we're we're in. So um but I, I Derek, I gotta ask, would you recommend this show? Like Based on just seeing the final episode, would you recommend people check out the Gary Shandling show? Based on just this episode? Hell no. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I still do have the entire season of the, the entire series of Gary Shandling on my hard drive. Um, so I might go back and check out a few, other, a few other shows. Like I said, I don't think I got it. I don't think I understood. I didn't get all of the references to Driving Miss Daisy because I've never seen it. Um, he doesn't know the cage from Star Trek. Yes. He doesn't know Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> what good are you, man? Hey. <laughs> and I have a podcast talking about movies. What do I do? I'm the and horror this, guy. This is a little, and this has nothing to do with anything. Derek said he works midnights, and uh, Derek is also a stand up comedian. So at like three in the morning, I get this bing, and he's like, he sent me a joke about gay porn. I know, I was in What do you think that. about this gay porn joke? <laughs> I, I, I'm in the same, it was through the group Yeah, it was chat. all of us, yeah. So I woke up to that. I look, I'm like, oh, a message from Oh, sorry. What? <laughs> he's talking about watching gay porn. Oh, God, I gotta, I'm going back to sleep. So now we know what he watched after he <laughs> watched yeah, this episode. Exactly. I don't want to know what got what, what what connected those two. What was it about the Gary Shandling show that got him into game? Okay, going? so <laughs> uh, but would you recommend this, I, or is it just like too weird or too out of context? So for me, like because I grew up on the same sitcoms, right, of the '80s, you know, Three's Company stuff like that. I love them, and I can't imagine making fun of them for four years <laughs> straight. I can um, I can imagine doing one episode where you're breaking the fourth wall and pointing out the beleaguered wife and. Mm. You know, the sets and all that stuff. But four years of doing those jokes, I can't even imagine what you're what you're doing over four years. I would want to maybe go back and check out the first couple of episodes and then make my judgment call. But based on this, no. <laughs> now, Especially what are you throwing out everything, right? We're coming in at the end when, like, this is just, yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're driving into the set. We're just, we're going to have Dan Aykroyd on. Well, I thought that Dan Aykroyd and Paul Winfield were both excellent in of this. Of course. 
and especially the fact that Gary Shandling can't act and those two can act. That's <laughs> the one thing that's the one thing that I did see. Um is I'm like I, I was when those two were on, I was kind of like, oh, okay. There's a clear separation between the caliber of acting between Paul and Dan and Gary Shandling. Like there was, yeah. it was clear they were acting circles around him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when watching Seinfeld, when you get these, you know, special guests on that they were just playing a character, but I mean, everything seemed to be at the level. But I think it's because Seinfeld surrounded himself well, with actors. Exactly, too, right? and like, so. and we didn't get to see it too much in this show, but. Gary Shandling did the same thing. All the people in the sitcom are actors. He didn't yeah. hire comedians. He hired yeah. real actors, which helped build up the show, but also showed that he couldn't act. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of an interesting phenomenon. I, I Again, I think I'd have to go back and watch the first couple just to see what the baseline is, because now we're getting the weird, wild, like, closing. He wants to go out with a bang. Yeah. And that's all I know right now about this show. So, like, did he always do a parody of movies? Like, did he do parodies no, no, of movies before? Like I said, sometimes, like you said, there was one time uh, when, when baby Jessica got caught in the well. So, he did, they did a parody of that. Too soon, oh. man. Too soon. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, that's it. I guess what we're saying is you have to watch, you can't base the series on one episode. You're going to have to watch the no. entire. Series. You can't base it on the last episode. And the last episode. That, yeah. <laughs> uh, promote, uh, guys, promote your podcast. Was this coming out this week? No, this will uh, this will be coming out at the beginning of October. Oh, perfect. Uh, so yeah, you can find us uh, Canadian Movie Crew, um, CanadianMovieCrew.com. Um, I think it's about early October now, so we're starting our retro spooktive on the Exorcist series. Um, and of course we just took a look at Saw X, so that should be up. Um, also we have Scott joining us for ready to rumble over on our, or is it podcast where we take a look at bad movies and, uh, I'm really looking forward to recording that one as we speak. So yes, <laughs> that should be fun. And by the way, we're doing it on a totally different day. We're not doing it a, right after this episode. No, 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 totally. No. Yes, it should already be up by now, so yes. you can check it out. Well, we're we're bringing on Paul Winfield. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, yeah. he's dead. <laughs> so it's we're, oh well. Oh, his manager lied to me. Then. Yes. Wait, that wasn't his manager. <laughs> no. oh, dang it! That and why are we paying manager. him two hundred thousand a year? Two hundred thousand a year. I thought that would get him on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Thanks everybody for listening, and we'll see everybody here next time on the Dan Aykroyd Podcast. To support this podcast, please go to www.patreon.com slash Scott White and give what you're able. If you're listening on iTunes, please give a review. That should help people find this podcast. And no matter what services you use to listen, please leave feedback. We always want to improve. Thank you for listening to the Dan Aykroyd Podcast. Well, that's it. That's the last episode of the whole series. Boy, it went by like that, didn't it? <laughs> you want to keep your TVs now, that's up to you. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, I didn't even give you a space to laugh there, did I? <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this parody of Driving Miss Daisy that we did. And uh, I want to thank Paul Winfield for playing Hulk and Dan Aykroyd for playing Bully. If you don't mind, I'd like to take one last drive through the old neighborhood. Good night, everybody, and thanks a lot.
This has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast. That theme song, this is the theme to Gary's show. This is the um, theme to Gary. I remember, I, I mean, really, I have the, the complete uh, point of view and concept of what that show was from the ground floor up, what it represents, what it is, what it is about. So when it came to the theme song, I knew because I didn't, I never do a project unless I know what the heart of it is about. So then it's easy. Once you know the heart of it, you go with the theme song. And I remember because I can't sing or anything. I, I said, no, the theme song has to be something like this is the theme to the show. This is the theme to the show. This is the theme. This is the theme. This is the theme. To, this is the opening theme to the show. And I, I didn't even know more. I didn't even want to know more than that. I said, right. do you, you follow me? And Alan's white belt jumped right on that. And uh, I think he wrote 90% of those words. We wrote some together. Uh, and he, he took that lead and just went with it. And uh, then we had two different guys come in to sing it. And one was goofier than the other. And we played it for somebody. And they said, well, you can't use that one because it's so goofy. And that's all we needed to hear. <laughs> <laughs>